Welcome to Candy Chat, a weekly podcast where candy isn't just a treat, it's the main event. Hosted by your guides through the candy aisle, two sweet talkers all the way from Chicago, Jocelyn Gayboy and Leah Jones. Hello and welcome to Candy Chat Chicago. This is the podcast where candy isn't just a treat, it's the main event. I am one of your co-hosts, I'm Leah Jones, and I'm joined tonight in my living room with my co-host Jocelyn Gayboy. Jocelyn, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, we just watched a couple eps of That's My Jam. Yeah. And it's a super fun show. If you guys don't know about it, it's just I'd check it out. It's music and fun and goofiness and that is in fact my jam. <laughs> yeah. It's Jimmy Fallon has taken his celebrity musical games from the Tonight Show and made it into a celebrity nonprofit game show. Right. Right. Uh, they never say what nonprofit they're playing for or how much they're playing for. Did you notice in the last at one? The, no, the one before it, I did notice at the very end, it said it was really fast, but it said something like, essentially, everyone's getting the same amount for their charity. It's like people get a oh. charity regardless. So it's basically like they're showing up, doing a fun thing. Their charity gets money. Okay. So it didn't say sp- specifically, but like, that's yeah. cool. It's so fun, but I was thinking about what I know about the game show, lo- game show laws, game show laws. Yeah, yep. Um, Do you know a lot about game show laws? I don't know a lot about them, but after Paul Shear was on Nailed It, so oh, he was yeah. like a what? celebrity contestant on Nailed It. Yeah, what did you tell me about this? He talked about how he was like, no, it's a real game show, like it takes a whole day in part because they take you back in the room and they make sure you understand the rules of each game and how you'll win. Right. And Jimmy Fallon is so loosey goosey with the rules and fair and right that he could never actually host a game show for real money because he couldn't, he's too like we watched tonight an episode with Anthony Anderson from blackish who was like, no, the rules are this, and you did this throughout the whole game. Yeah, but he also would trick them. He would say, let's say it was like Prince and Madonna, and he would say Prince, and it would be wrong. And, and then he would Jim- say Madonna. Yeah. And Jimmy should have given him another question, and then he'd go, Madonna, I said it. Right. And then Jimmy would be like, oh, yeah, yeah. And then he'd turn and give the other, when he should have actually given them another question. Yes. So I'm just saying, I think Jimmy is perfect for a celebrity charity game show. One, yes, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. This was a better follow-up to the last game show I tried to introduce you to, which was Wipeout with Nicole Byer and John Cena. It's 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 a return to Wipeout. Um, which I feel like the third, right? Isn't this like the third Maybe th- the time? third time it's back. And the last time Wipeout was on TV, we didn't have American Ninja Warrior. Is right? true? I think so. I feel like there was a second one in between this one. Like, I feel like there were two on broadcast TV. The original one, do you remember John, whatever the fuck his name was? He was one of the hosts of Talk Soup back in the day. Okay. Um, But not the one who wound up on Community. Oh, yeah, right. Uh, Joel McHale. Joel it's McHale. so funny because every single person i was like oh this is gonna suck and then it was like oh hal sparks he's totally perfect um i think niecy nash ended up uh hosting that that show for a while talk soup yeah oh it, yeah. it was like and every time i was like oh i loved this person and then like yeah they would they would like you know get someone new and i'm like oh no but you're hilarious too that yeah. was a great show P.S. it's almost like they had a great writer's room 
I, I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm trying to think who the original. Let's let's take a little walk down Wikipedia Lane. Because it was like a daily roundup of talk shows, wasn't it? Or uh, a weekly roundup of talk show I moments? I think it was weekly talk show. And then, like, I think <coughs> toward the end, like, we started to get into, like, reality TV. Like, yeah. housewives and shit like that. Because um, it would get, like, the Judge Judy's, the Night Courts, the... Wait, they had all yeah. these different... Se- they had all these different... Uh, okay, right. So the first host was Greg Kinnear. Right. So that... He was the first one. Then hosts. Then John Henson. This is the guy who did end up doing Wipeout okay. for a while. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't fucking Nishi, Nishi Nash. I'm a bad person. Aisha Tyler. Do you remember I, her? I don't know her. Yeah. So it was Greg Kinnear, John Henson, Hal Sparks, and then Aisha Tyler. And like both Greg Kinnear and John Henson. So what the fuck was Joel McHill? He wasn't on Talk Soup? He had a talk show, right? Some sort of. Yeah, what the fuck was But it his? wasn't best week ever. It was like something where he was oh, the oh, main oh, guy. Oh, 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 right. So talk soup turned into the soup. Okay. With Joel McHale. Okay. Right. In on an episode of The Soup in two, January 2009, John Henson, former host of Talk Soup, appeared as a guest star to promote his show Wipeout. Okay. Yeah. But I don't think it's, I think it's, yeah, hit, Joel McHale, McHale one lasted until 2015. Okay. So. So anyway. RIP. I, just that, that's my jam. If we're going one for one of, hey, watch this game show, you're winning. <laughs> because I showed you Wipeout because I really enjoy John Cena and Nicole Byer's banter. But their best banter is during the finale run when they're actually together. Well, they're together during the whole show. But during the finale run, they're together in their court side versus the the preliminaries and stuff. They're together watching a green screen and they're doing more quips from the writers. And so it's like their chemistry just isn't as good. Right, right. Well, and I think now that I think about the John Henson version... I'm sure what ended up happening was like it just takes people too long to fucking do it. It takes forever. And so it's like they just had to like put that down to clips. Yeah. So by the time they got to the final one, then they could have them like live as it were. Yeah. Doing the actual commentary while it was happening. Yeah. And it's, you know, I've been trying to find the behind the scenes coverage of it. Just like when we watch The Circle or or Love is Blind. I want to know all the behind the scenes stuff. Um, but it, one episode of Wipeout is a three day shoot. Wow. So they present it as if it's all in one day, but I think it's two days on the preliminary course. Right. And then the finale is the th- yep. is day three. Yeah. And maybe they do multiple finales. I know that just, that wouldn't make sense either. I honestly, truly like, I feel despite its difficulty, like I see way less people do moves on American Ninja Warrior that get them actually hurt, right? Yeah. Like generally they're like, oh, I can't hold on anymore. And they drop I fall down. into this pool, right? Yes. Very rarely, sometimes they'll be jumping from one thing to another and kind of hit their face or something. But by and large, it's just like, I can't hang on anymore. That show, I'm just like, 
not only must you sign a waiver that you don't care if you die, but like probably like your children have to like, like it's just so intense. Like the different hits and like right way these people get bent in half. Like they, you know, on ridiculousness, yeah. like they scorpion, right? They're like literally like their legs are behind their head yeah. and then they're falling into water on top of it. Right. It just, it looks way intense. Yeah. P.S. Uh, new episodes of Love is, Bl- uh, Love is Blind are coming. For Valentine's Day or when? Oh, maybe. Oh, you know what? Maybe because I remember me and my friend Jessica and my friend Claudia and my friend Jeff were over at Claudia's house for Valentine's. Yeah. And we were like, what the fuck is this? And like, we couldn't look away. Like we were like two eps in and I was like, I'm going to be watching the rest of this. This is ridiculous, but I will be watching the rest of this. So yeah, I bet that's what it is. Yeah. Love is Blind. Remember how it started before the pandemic? Which was ironic. Because it was our life. It was what our life was becoming. Yeah. What how they start, at least on that show. Yeah. Yeah. Because Love is Blind and the Circle came out kind of hand in hand. Mm hmm. Yep. 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 And it was like, oh, these two shows manifested the fucking pandemic. Well, the Circle, especially like you are completely like quarantined, as it were. Yeah. Like, I just saw a TikTok where the guy was like, okay, so first we had the Tiger King um, part of the pandemic. Um, Then we had uh, whatever it was he says, blah, blah, blah. He's like, so now we're like season 13. Um, We're on the Wordle. The Wordle. The Wordle part of the pandemic. So that's where we're at right now. And I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I'm here for it. Season six, I think, was Everybody Starts a Podcast. Maybe. Yeah. We're still in it, though. So, yeah, Wipeout is good background filler. Um, But I think it was the fourth episode in particular that we watched. Whatever episode we watched, it took each of the final teams like almost 20 minutes to go through the finale. And the it was just so rough. Literally, it ended and you were like, I'm sorry, dude. That was a terrible. It was a terrible episode episode to show you. I was like, okay, But I. Now, as I limp around the house from sitting too long, it's hard to believe that I want to go anywhere. I don't. It's not that I want. I do. I want to try that. I want to try it or I want to try like a but like with a bungee cord on. Okay. Like put a safety harness on me. Yeah. And like a aerial something. I want to try those things knowing I am incapable of doing them. Like give me the zip line version of American Ninja Warrior um, or like the stunt double version of it. Not the Steffi Graf version of it where she is Jesse Graf. Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf plays tennis. Yes, correct. Jesse Graf. Is she the superwoman? Jesse Graf. Jess Lebrec? Flex. Flex, Flex Le- Lebrec? Jesse Flex LeBrec. She's on Warrior. She's on American Ninja right. Warrior. Jesse Graff. Who the fuck is nobody. that? It's nobody. Are you it's sure? my brain. I don't think it's anyone. <laughs> All I'm saying Somewhere is. Somewhere in the world there is most likely a, a Jesse Graff. But. Put me in a harness. Attach me to like a zip line thing in the, the ceiling. And like let me try one where somebody like belays me where it's I would hurt myself. So Jesse Lauren Graff is an American professional stunt woman. Okay. An athletics-based television personality. Yeah, she was in Wonder Woman. Okay. I will I will 
I believe you. So I want to- Oh, she was a contestant on the obstacle course wipeout. It's 10th episode of its first season in 2008. Wow. Yeah. And then she became like one of the top American Ninja Warriors. Oh, wait. Yes, she was. Because it, it said in 2020 she was on the Titan Games. Did you ever watch that? No. It was The Rock and like, it was cool. It was like. I assume that was like American Gladiators, the return of American Gladiators or. It was basically just really like two people going one against one another in like these really huge, intense. You had to push a hundred pounds. Like it was just, it was. They oh, were just like really, World's Strongest Man sort of kind stuff? Kind of. Yeah, okay. it was really intense. Um. She was on season five. She became the first woman to qualify to compete in a city finals course. Although yeah. she did not complete the qualifier course. Yeah. Who knew? She's amazing. Huh? But she's like the superwoman stunt double on the TV show. She was one of the Amazon like in, in Wonder Woman. Oh. She's on. In like the big games that they play. She's in it. Huh? All right. So what I'm saying is, you're not looking. I, to- I don't want to run American Ninja Warrior like her, right? Because she's strong and a badass, and I am not. I'm saying, uh, so I don't want anybody to think I want to get to be able to run it like her, right? Um, I want the like, however you do the stunt doubling for like the wimpy actor that you don't want to hurt, right? Right. I mean, I got to give you credit. Zero interest. Zero interest. Yeah. Like, I just don't. I mean, especially like, yeah, no, I have no interest. Maybe I'd put my ass on the line for Floor is Lava. Yeah. I might put my ass on the line for that. I think Floor is Lava would also be so fun. Um, But less predictable yes but here's what i think well here's where i think people fuck up they don't communicate they don't communicate and i think you got to send your best person out first so if crazy shit happens they're athletic they're going to be able to hang on and fix it they're going to be able to get their balance right they're going to be able like like they're going to have the talent and strength so you can see okay that fucked up he got he got through it but like i'm not going to do that right because he fucked up with that you know so I, i think i think sometimes like they because it's one per- it's individual. It's one person. Oh, no. They sometimes have two people on the course, right? Flores Lava is like four people on your team. Right? And you just go. You can go. You go like one at a. You can go however you want to tackle it. Right. But 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 essentially, like, you're not going to get more than two people on an obstacle at a time. Right. But that's what I'm saying. You could have yeah. one person going route A and one. You can all be on the course at the same time yeah. if you want. Yeah, but yeah, sometimes yeah. you get someone scaredy cat stuck at the door who like doesn't move. Like that fucking chick on Wipeout that we yeah. saw. Yeah, multiple people we saw on yeah, Wipeout that just was brutal. freak out, and they were like, "Uh, we'll go home now." My thing is, you know how I'm saying to you, like, there's no fucking way I want to do Wipeout, right? Because of the, I know I would not be able to launch myself. I, I'm a height freak. Like, I, I would not be able to just like launch myself onto a spinning. Even it was padded like I like that. So like, how do these people get? How do these people audition for and get to be on Wipeout and then go? Oh fuck this! Yeah, like I know fuck this. I'm not. I'm not right. signing up for that show. That's why I want a harness. <laughs> That's why I'm saying like, I just yeah, I want the wimpy version. 
but again, kudos to you because I, I pay don't, good money. I don't even want the wimpy version to not hurt too bad, but get to experience it. Yeah. Like, I, don't you want to do the? If nothing else on American Ninja Warrior, I want to try the the opening paddles that they always run through. You know, it's and like, Warrior or Wipeout. Warrior. Usually, there's like paddles that they run five through. pieces of wood that are tilted. Oh, like the like the where they jump from yeah. one to one. Yeah, yeah, I could, I'd be okay with that. I would want to try that. I I wouldn't. I would again strap me in. Yeah. Um, I think that one because they did one episode of American Ninja Warrior where it was a celebrity paired with. Yeah, who was all on that? Because there were some funny. There was yeah, like I think M- Mila Joe. No. I think Ashton Kutcher's wife was maybe on it. Mila Kunis? Yeah. But you could tag out for your stunt double. Oh. And it was an easier course. Right. So, But you could try and then tag out and then have your American Ninja Warrior go for it. Don't want, don't want, don't want, don't want, don't want, don't want. Natalie Morales. Megan Martin. She's a trainer. Oh, Nikki Glaser went. Interesting. And then Jesse Graff was with her. Mm-hmm. Jeff Dye. Grant McCartney. I don't know who these people are. Nick Swisher. Drew Dres- Dreschel, which who is a thing. Yeah. Er- Erica Christensen went. Flip Rodriguez. Cole Manis. Don't know who that is. Sam Yeager. No idea. Oh, Derek Hoff. He was the one where I was like, show me Derek Hoff on this fucking course. <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was, yeah, he was, it was nice to watch that, that course. I would watch that again right now. Um, oh, There's a place at 2900 West Montrose called Ultima Ninja Chicago. We're not going, don't worry. No, but I'm just trying to think. Sacramento, California, and Montrose. What's California and Montrose? Okay, let's do. No, 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 no. Sacramento and Montrose. So Western Rockwell, California. Okay, so that weird little stretch of like, not a whole lot between California and, and Sacramento. Nothing, nothing calling. Yeah. It's very nondescript. Maybe a Seven Eleven or something like that. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing with Ninja that I'm again one hundred percent clear on. Ninety percent of those obstacles are upper body strength, which of right. which I have zero. Right. Like I could not pull my own weight. I could not do a pull up right now. So like I'm not com- I'm not confused about like American Ninja Warrior. Like clearly would not be for me because mm-hmm. I don't have the very basic requisite skills. And then not to mention like people are like, oh, they're a gymnast. Oh, they're a rock climber. So right. they can hang literally by their fingers. And I'm like, yeah, no. Yeah. It's not for me. It's not for me. I would maybe do like a like a child's playground warrior uh-huh like something like that i would try to pull that off well all these ninja gems have children's gems too yeah i mean jesse jesse flex lebrec is in north aurora like there's a chicago gang of them yeah right it chicago quote unquote yeah but like but like definitely like they're doing it out in so we uh, candy chat Chicago, American gentle warrior. 
in which we slowly and carefully try some small scale obstacles. This is you. I literally am like, I know my place. I cannot like, like I will be there watching you, encouraging you. I will be on the sidelines doing my best. I'll wear the shirt, the t-shirt. I'll be like, yeah, I'm in it to win it. But like, no, I have no, no. This is going to be my post-cancer thing. Yeah. Ah, let's, I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm there. The to oldest s- woman ever to step foot on Chicago qualifiers. I will like, I will started s- training after she had breast yeah, cancer. And they will love that story. They will love it. 100%. And then I'll be in the water on burp, <laughs> splash, <laughs> <laughs> That is great. God, it would be hilarious. That is fucking great. Oh. All right. We got that in the future. Yeah. Coming up in the future. Like for sure. Um, so we got some stuff to try tonight. Lily yes. from Friday night. Oh, wait, she, wait, this is what she sent us. No, she sent oh. us these. <laughs> these things that are called sticks. I'm like all excited. She said to the, no, she said, this is, <laughs> she said, this is other thing that you are unfamiliar with. Oh, right. Of course. It's a beautiful box that I'm nudging towards Jocelyn because I am in my recliner and can't be, can't be moved. Okay, so does she she lives in Spain. Is that what's happening? Yes. And she's just like, I'm going for I'm trying she's to She's just I'm trying she's to get a win. find us something we love. I'm trying to get a win here. She's trying to get a win. Okay. So This is Lily from Friday Night Movie Podcast. Who has sent us a variety of snacks. Yes. And also they've sent us so much awesome swag. We've got hats and shirts. And they're so cute. They're so cute. The little it's like, can I have an avatar? Could yeah. someone make me a like little it's, avatar? They're so cute. Like mega. Yeah. You have to look at their um, logo so closely because like Shy's, his handle everywhere is pancake for table. Right. So his is a pancake. Right. And then Becky is is BK princess. I was going to say, why is one a little princess? So So she's got a crown. Yeah, she's super cute. And Lily is Chi Chi Gomez. uh, And I forget what her symbol is. It's literally within arm's reach of me. Where's the hat? I actually, I think it, I'm, it's, I think by me. I think I'm, there yeah. we go. No. Okay. <laughs> anyway, it's, we love them. It just them. says Friday Night Movie and it's a microphone, just so you know why I'm like, <laughs> why I'm like, nope. Um, Jocelyn has already taken the stuff with the cutie out- avatars on it. And then this week they had my friend Esther on for two podcasts. And Esther is on one called The Bagel Report. And they put her bagel avatar at the table with their like pancake princess and Chi Chi. Man, I feel man, Lily. I need where's a, my phone? I need an avatar. I gotta look this up. Mine will be. You know what I think mine would be? What would it be? Does it have to go with your actual handle? No. I've been making this triangle man. Triangle man. Yeah, triangle right. Man. For a very long time. And I feel like it might be that. Or it just might be a cute old little cat head. Um. Oh, Lily's is a waffle. A woman with a waffle for a head. <laughs> and she's wearing a Canada Roots red scarf because they're from Canada. Can't. No, here's the thing. It's wrong, but it's right. My friend yeah. Bob says Canada all the time to, yes. as a joke. And I kind of think it's amazing. Yeah. Um, right. And then Becky has the little princess crown and a video camera because she's the uh, Hollywood person. So yours would be your triangle man. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not committing to that, actually. Um, I told you about the 
bad tattoo I want, right? I'm not getting the tattoo. You did, and I can't remember what it is. The Tasmanian devil, <laughs> but the tornado is a pink ribbon for breast cancer. Oh, my God. You told me, and I was like, be chill, be chill, be chill, be chill. <laughs> like, I'm like, Whoa. I'm not getting it. I'm like, be chill, be chill. I'm like, what? Did I tell you at the time you told me that there's a car that's always parked at Wilson just just west of Western, like literally like on that corner almost. And it's got like a shit ton of like Tasmanian devil shit so on it. Funny. And I'm like, what? A, what year are we in? Right. And B, what are you, what is your, um, what are you saying? Like, what is your declaration when you have all this Tasmanian, like what are you right. trying to show to the world? Right. So for me, it's a combination of my friend Molly, when we were doing open mics in like 2002, 2003, she had a bit about how everyone should be allowed to get a tattoo when they're six years old because then you would be able to very accurately age people based on the tattoo, the cartoon they chose when they were six years old. Ooh. Right. That you could always, you would always know how old people were. Interesting. And then I remember hearing like an interview or something with a tattoo artist or I met a tattoo artist when when Taz when Taz was so popular in the 90s like so super popular of someone who was like I'm just now trying to get to 500 Tazes in my personal book and then I'll never do another one the tattoo artist was the tattoo artist because they were so popular and that has just kind of like all lodged in my head when I was thinking about like what to do because you know do I get a a, a 3D nipple tattoo or do I get like a cool tattoo? And then I was joking with my friend Kathy that what I should do is I should get a Tasmanian devil wrapped up in a pink ribbon, which is like the tackiest, most hilarious breast cancer tattoo I can think of. Yeah. Yeah. So what I want is I want it as a temporary tattoo. Okay. First of all, I do have to I do have to put a question out there because while I can I can see the the demographic of people who are getting t- Taz tattoos in the 90s. Yes. The fact of the matter is in the 90s, most people did not have tattoos. It wasn't a thing at that point. You were still kind of like shady to other people if right. you had tattoos. That is why they were real. But they were really popular military tattoos. Oh. So then I, t- I talked, I-, I tweeted about this and my sister was like, oh, here's an episode of a podcast on Slate, where they covered the phenomenon of Taz tattoos. Stop it. And it was this guy who did, um, he used to do caricatures at Bush Gardens. <laughs> and he's like, you see a lot of tattoos at Bush Gardens. And he was like, all these people had Taz tattoos. And he interviews a bunch of tattoo artists from the 90s about how popular Looney Tunes had gotten and how popular Taz got as like the... YOLO the wild the wildest Looney Tune the wildest cartoon right right and that if you were going to put it all on the line and join the military and risk going to the Middle East then Taz was like the energy yeah of of joining the military in the 90s also P.S. I'm going to be a terrible American where the fuck is Tasmania it is an island south of Australia Okay, would have 100% fucked that up. I, two days ago, did a two-hour interview with someone about her world travels, including going to Tasmania, where I was like, that's the island south of Australia, right? Yeah, I would not, could not have done it. 
Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that I, that makes sense too. That lends a little bit of like what, but that makes sense. I was like, yeah, I'm like military tabs. What the fuck are you talking about? But yeah, just kind of like balls to the wall. Yeah, doing it. Yeah, and how specifically like Bush Gardens was within like three different x number of bases. Right, right. Um, and so a lot of, and this I'll link to the interview to the podcast in it in in the show notes. Because the guy who now is a podcast producer and host, who then did caricatures, he was like, I was a teenager and I wasn't really thinking outside of my own experience. And to talk to this guy and think about like what a Taz tattoo meant, that he got it his last night, he snuck off base to get the tattoo before he was shipped out. And for him, it meant like everything about becoming a soldier and what it was going to afford him and what he was trying to do with his life. Right. Uh, so it's a really interesting story. Yeah. Would never, that would, that whole thing would never have crossed yeah. my mind ever, ever, ever. But I just remember once either meeting a tattoo artist or hearing an interview on NPR of someone that's like, I'm just trying to get to 500 personal having done delivered 500 Taz tattoos and right. then I'll be done forever. I'm curious to know if people are still getting them today. And no, it, they're it, not. No, not in like, no. not in Florida, in Mississippi, Texas. No. Cause there are other YOLO types of images now. Like what? What's the like balls to the wall? I don't know. But I just think like with anime and, hip-hop and like just how popular tattoos are right that people are going in with more ideas than right. just go and get flash off yeah the fucking, yeah 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 because sure. one of the artists talks about a day when she did five in one day because I, guys kept walking in and seeing another guy get it and they're like oh yeah i'll do taz that it was wow. i think there was a level of meme that existed with tattoos uh, before right. the internet allowed people to share visual ideas so easily. Right. Right. That's why there's traditional tattoos. That's why tattoos have meaning. You know, the two doves on your chest or getting your knuckle tattoos or like, tat like I think that the traditional American Sailor Jerry tattoos like it, it's a visual language, but once you have access to more visual language, you get more niche with your design. Plus, tattoos are more accepted. Right. So what I've noticed is that people start bigger than they did when we were young. Uh, they just go. They're like, I'm getting a quarter sleeve like right, right away. Yeah. Yeah. In 1996, I got a Keith Herring, but essentially I got a heart on my ankle. It's the most. Ta like not taboo what's the opposite of a taboo it's the most cliche tattoo for a 19 year old from indiana to get a heart <laughs> on your ankle it's so cliche what was the next one i got a sun on my back <laughs> but like this was a keith herring pen that i had that i like wore on my jacket and and that like i really i knew i wore it every day i loved that how it looked so i knew i would like it it's totally blown out now like you can't it's just a blob would you ever go get it fixed up touched up yeah i think i would have to get it covered up oh you think so because the black is so blown out like 
I, but yeah, like I love Keith Haring still. And then the sun on my back is like the sun from the Argentine flag, but it was still like a sun, like a geometrical sun that like you, other than it says Republica Argentina, you can't tell the difference between all the other suns girls got tattooed on their back in 2099, right? In 1999. So I got to say, I'm surprised like that you... In some ways, especially I would think younger, pretty straight laced, and that you went to get that you got tattoos in 1989. Yeah, I mean, I got that one in 1996 when I lived in San Francisco for the summer, which we just found out about recently. Yes. That was news yep. to me, and now we're gonna add that to the fucking well. And then repertoire. there was the summer I was in Iowa when I got my tongue pierced. What? And I forgot. I wasn't like not telling my parents, but I wasn't like yeah telling. I wasn't no keeping yep. it a secret, right? But I forgot they didn't know, right? And then mom and I were shopping, and I yawned, and she was like, "What is that in your mouth? What is in your tongue?" And I was like, "Oh, I got my tongue pierced." I can't. I this is news, news, news. Yeah, I can't picture that either. I think I mean because I had taken it out, but I got it in the summer of. Gosh, if I was in Iowa, that was the summer of 1997. I think by, I definitely had it out by the time I moved to Chicago in 2002. Is it like 100% like healed at this point? Oh, yeah. Like there, there's hole. maybe a scar on the bottom. Yeah, but like no, no hole. No hole. Oh, gosh, no. That I saw, <laughs> I, I started becoming aware of the level of dental emergencies people were having from like chomping down and playing with their tongue rings that's and literally what i was about ready to say to you like i've just heard they're they trash oh, your they fucking tra- teeth. and i and i had some awareness and then i had some i don't know maybe it was like a job search or or maybe i got to the point where i was like i don't like the starting assumptions this is giving people sure, about me sure and so i took it out um and didn't really look back yeah uh but yes it was very straight laced for as many tattoos and piercings as i have yeah that's wild yeah because again it wasn't a quote unquote a thing yeah like i feel at this point you're kind of unusual if you don't have tattoos absolutely yeah like that's where that's at at this point yeah yeah So Lily sent us a treat. Why don't you describe? I believe we are still in the world of El Almendro. Are you serious? Isn't it? Ah, oh, man. It's got a customer service number and a, and a, <laughs> it's got a customer service number that's clearly European and then an email that is English, 100% English. So that's interesting. Maybe on the other side oh, of the box is Tyrone, a type? Tyrone de Almendra con chocolate. Okay. So yeah, what they kind of look like with so it says sticks. That's that's that that is what it says sticks. Tyrone de almendra con chocolate. That's terrible. And then it says eighteen eighty. I'm not really sure what that means or what it's referencing. Like, did were people eating sticks in eighteen eighty? I hope so. And then El Turon Mascaro del Mundo. Something is more. It's the richest in the world. In the world. And so what they kind of look like. I have way more hope for these than I do Pocky, 
but they kind of look a little bit of that like there's a some sort of stick as it were yeah the sticks is what they're telling us yeah covered coated and in chocolate, chocolate at, yeah. at, at some point here it's a really nice box yeah 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 100 percent. all right get into it yeah i'm just trying to see they're sort of like chocolate cigars almost Okay, what's Tyrone? Tyrone. Let me look it up. Because it's all like it. El Maestro Turanero. Is it like a chocolatier? Por plasma en cada pieza. So each piece, artinazol tradition, and the knowledge of taste. Something with a first. Material of exceptional quality. Huh. So I don't think it is related to the Philippine food of Turon, which is sliced bananas or other fruit rolled in pastry and deep fried. But maybe it is. Can you get a, can you get a, tra- I would just translate. I would go to like a, okay, so it's. Yeah, Turon food. Turon dusted with brown sugar rolled in a spring roll fried till crisp. But that's not what it is. Turon de Almendra. But that's a translation of Spanish? This is just a Google of Turon. Yeah, I would go to like the, go to like Google Translate or whatever. Also, this thing is like, there's two big stickers on each side. They're clear. They're transparent. There's two big stickers on each side of this holding it together. So I'm going to have to put this down. Okay. You might need... You might need scissors. Yeah, if we're going to get to this anytime in this century, probably. <laughs> it's like a little... The box is a shape... It's a parallelogram. That's all I... Well, no. It's a trapezoid? It's a parallelogram. It's a parallel... But these aren't exactly parallel. Does a parallelogram only need two sides to be parallel? You can only have... Oh... Right, if you right, start like a, leaning like a, it. Like a rectangle is a parallelogram, but is this actually? Or is it a trapezoid? Get cracking. Get looking. Okay, so then out of the box comes uh, a bag that's sealed that, again, says 1880 on it. It almost, exactly, it almost looks like a fine cigar or maybe like a fine liqueur of some sort. Yeah. Um, a trapezoid is a quadrilateral with only one pair of parallel sides. We're looking at a trapezoid, people. We're looking at a trapezoid. We're looking at a trapezoid. A parallelogram has two pairs. Yes. The parallel sides of the trapezium are known as the bases, and the non-parallel sides are the legs. I'm literally talking into the candy box like it is a microphone <laughs> because I have ADHD and forget what I'm holding in my hand at any given time. I never know. I think no. once my mind has decided I'm holding one thing, everything becomes that thing. So that's... You can toss me the box. That's great. Gently. Oh, yeah. These definitely... Oh, they smell good, though. Oh, no. Like, I legit feel bad. Like, I don't. I was rooting. I was rooting for this. Like, I feel bad. 
But but I gotta fucking give it to you straight. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna fucking lie to save your feelings. Lily, should we blame this one on Shy again? You know what it is? It's this. Lily, I love you, but you gotta stop trying to sell us on Elmendra. Like it's just not. The the flavor and consistency is just not for me. I thought it was going to be a look, not like pocket, because that's too weird. It's almost like eating breadsticks with shit on it. I'm like, why do you want to do that? But I definitely thought this was going to be more of a bread or a shortbread. But here it is, that fucking almond scenario. And kind of floral. What? I'm not crazy. I don't know where you're getting that from. Honey, maybe. Maybe it's honey. Chocolate's great. Chocolate's really good. The stick part of it. The Turonde Almendro. Here's what it has going over the Duro that we tried. That we still have some leftovers. We liked the Duro. Um, but it was going to be better like pounded up and added to ice cream. Like as a mix-in. Right. So this is easier on my teeth easier on my teeth yeah i was gonna say not much easier for me um so very crunchy yeah it's a really it would i think with an espresso or like a a rich coffee that you wouldn't want a rich dessert with i could get down on that this would be all right like if you went to julius meinl and instead of giving you a biscoff they gave you a little bit of this i mean maybe i'm a huge fan of biscoff so and also they gave you amnesia and you didn't remember that you used to get a biscoff okay i would not have remembered that at julius meinl i'm just saying that you offered that as a possible option i'm like okay i'm going that yeah julius meinl when you order in they give you a biscoff with your latte really yeah don't they give you a little cookie because it's viennese i've not been julius meinl in 100 years yeah and i think the only time i ever went was when they still had one in lincoln square yeah it's a cheese shop now fancy cheese right at montrose and uh yeah lincoln yeah. Man, Montrose is getting a lot of juice tonight. Mm-hmm. Throwing you out there, Montrose. Yeah. So so I do. I feel genuinely bad. Yeah. That I wasn't like fucking hit. Should we try and should we try something that Dahlia brought us back from Mexico and in, in case that just so like Lily's not the only tourist candy we try tonight? Sure. And then we'll get into our fake or I'm, unreal or I'm, unfake. I'm equally frightened by what I saw in that bag. So it just could be that I'm an American candy snob. Well, no, you like Canadian candy. And I like like Swiss and shit yeah. like that. Uh, or okay. should we stay in chocolate before we go to something? Well, I think that I think. So um, our friend Dahlia from the episode about nerds. Like this is chocolatey. Oh, yeah. Went to Mexico and I brought love, us back some candy. I love that it's the episode about nerds. That's yes. She will come back to help do it. And she brought us a bunch of Fannie Mae. But she should be here when we get into it. Okay, so we're going to hold off on that. I think, yeah. Okay. Uh, this also seems to be chocolate. So, well, yeah, one of those. Muy bon. And Frescas. Frescas is made by Nestle, but this picture makes me super scared. I, I mean, think it's like fruity inside of chocolate. Doesn't that look like fruit? Yeah, which sounds terrible to me. <laughs> I do not want fruit and chocolate. Okay, so what's the other one? Muy bueno? Muy bon. Muy bon. M-U-I-B-O-N. Roll. All right. Let's try that one. Yeah. I mean, we're going to. 
eventually we'll try all of it. Yeah. And I do have from one of my podcast groups candy coming from Germany. Ooh. Yeah. I say that and then watch it come and be like, what the fuck is this? But <laughs> people aren't trying to gross us out. No, I know. I'm yeah. I'm a weak person who has a very immature palate and like and texture is also huge. Yeah. I did bully you into starting a podcast about candy. There wasn't much bullying involved. There wasn't much arm twisting. No, no. I've been like, I, this has been a a passion. Talking about candy has been a passion of mine for a very long time. So no, absolutely no bullying. But uh, we've really, we've traveled countries. Mm -hmm. We've like done a taste test of caramels. Yeah. We have gone places. Oh, we got some feedback on Halva. Oh. Well, just that people are like. We didn't have good ones? No, I mean, we had good just that we need like fresher like fresh off the like fresher more is israeli it was from like michigan or montana or something oh was it yeah or beaverton uh, oregon well i mean there's got to be it's probably not as plentiful as new york but there's got to be some here we can get right yeah like do you think they have it at like they might have it at bagel and bialy new york bagel and bialy oh Right. Or the kosher jewel on Howard. Oh. But is it fresh? It's not like they're making that in the bakery, right? I don't know. I need answer. I don't like it. So I do not seek it out. So this was picked by um, Dahlia and her parents went on a day trip to Tulum to go to the pyramids and had a private tour from an anthropologist. Oh, wow. Who also like escorted them to 7-Eleven to buy snacks and candies. So this is picked by her tour guide of the day oh interesting i this has great promise i think so muy bon it looks like it's got it's a tube it's a crackle it has something inside the tube whoa every now and again i get a notice something that i'm not really jazzed about wait is it it's peanuts not like rice puffs i thought they were going to be rice puffs around the, is it rice puffs and peanuts where do you get peanuts from the peanuts I don't know. I thought it was all ricey. Oh, yeah. There are some peanuts in there. But the, there's that inside is like a wafer or like a rice. Uh-huh. Like, like that's definitely crunchy of its own accord. Yeah. There's wafer crunch, there's corn crisp, there's peanuts. It's great. Two types of chocolate inside and out. Like I said, every now and again, there's this note where I'm like, ugh. But by and large, I, I think it's a winner. I'd give it a B minus. Covered with the flavor of chocolate and peanuts. Yeah, that was nice. I mean, do we want to go into Fruitland? I just feel like if we're headed into chocolate, we should probably just stay on chocolate. Yeah, I mean, I think this is chocolate, but I, you know what? We're just gonna leave these. We're yeah. gonna leave these balls. We'll try those when Dahlia comes for Fannie Mae. Oh my god! There on this, there is a, there is, <laughs> there is like a um, warning. There are little <laughs> octagons from the Secretary of Health, and it says. Excess, you know, a lot of calories, a lot of sugars, and a lot of saturated fats. <laughs> They'll be delicious. That's just interesting that, like, that that they're busting out with that. Yeah. 
Don't eat candy, motherfuckers. It's bad for you. Um, okay, so do we want to go into Unreal Land? Yeah. Okay. So, Unreal. What how, Did you get these? Did someone send these to you? I got these from GoPuff. I noticed that they had them. You had mentioned having trying them at someone's house. Correct. I don't know if they're vegan. If I don't know what is Unreal about them. Um, I don't know what the story is, but they had three flavors on GoPuff, which is somehow my magic number of like... And then we should try them. So I got three bags of Unreal. What are the flavors that I got? Uh, I, the one I had at the other place was dark chocolate coconut bars. Okay. You have dark chocolate peanut butter cups and you have dark chocolate caramel peanut nougat bars. So basically. A Reese's cup. Yep. A, a Snickers. And a Bounty. Or Almond. almond no, no, Amounds. Mounds. Amounds. What's in a Bounty? Never mind. Never mind. I don't know what Bounty is. So it looks like this is actually competing with, um, with dogs, with dogs. Yeah. It says certified organic or no certified non GMO fair trade ingredients, 40% less sugar, two grams of protein, sustainable ingredients, no soy ingredients, no sugar alcohols and nothing artificial. Okay. So what do you want to do first? Reese's cup. Oh, that's so bad. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That was out of control. Sorry. Oh, that's nice. So they're individually yeah. packaged inside. Yeah. Dark chocolate peanut butter cup. Oh, wow. Okay. And for folks listening who keep kosher, these are kosher dairy. Circle K. They're real small, huh? Ugh. This... It's not good. This is what peanut butter tastes like, people. If you want a peanut butter candy and you want it to taste like peanut butter, this is actual peanut butter in this thing. This is what it tastes like when I take Trader Joe's dark chocolate and I literally dip it into into Skippy. For me, I just think the, the dark chocolate's too dark. It's too dark. Although... Maybe not, because it has to balance out this, like, legit peanut butter that's in there. I'm, I'm all right. I go C+. Plus. I think it's better than the... What's that other peanut butter cup that's... Is, is it Trader Joe's has one that's not good? There's, like, Justin's... Justin's. I haven't had one in a very long time. Because they're not good. <laughs> so this is maybe better than Justin's. The char- the dark chocolate is too dark for me. And I am trying to slow down my judgment because I understand that my taste buds, the chemo and taste buds are on a wild ride together. Right, right. But f- for where my taste buds are, t- Spidey. What's wrong? That dark chocolate, like, I think actually what I think this needs is I think it needs salt. Ooh. If there was a little bit of salt on top, Ooh. it would be better. Interesting. Okay. Cowboy. So I think with salt, these would be better. Okay. Um, But the, or with more peanut butter, 
At the, the bottom, end- the bottom chocolate. It was too the dark chocolate. It was too much dark chocolate. It needed to be. It needed like all those caramels we had from Trader Joe's were such a nice balance of chocolate and and caramel that this was too much chocolate for the filling. Yeah, it was a little thick. That yeah, the chocolate was a little thick. But at the end, I did come around you because there have been desperado times where I've literally taken seventy two percent dark chocolate bars. And just straight dipped them into Skippy because yeah. it was like the only thing I had left. Um, I'm really excited about these because this right. is essentially as a Snickers. All and right, you know I it. love me a motherfucker. So this Snickers. is our orange bag. Yes, dark chocolate caramel peanut nougat bars because we can't say Snickers. Yep, but yeah. Oh, and they're dark chocolate, so that probably adds it's to the less also be terrible. It could no, but for, to the less sugar and all that. Yeah. Yep. This is where Doug got it right with his. Um, what was it called always first just toss me one and not a whole bag please uh chocolate first sugar first chocolate first right chocolate first right Uh-oh. sorry dog okay so now we've got a cute little orange oh so it's unreal because it's your fake snickers bar oh do you think and a fake Reese's cup. Is that what unreal means? I can already tell tell you. The dark chocolate is like too much. A much, yeah. Come here, baby. I don't huh, I don't really know. Well, um it's better. It's better. It reads protein bar to me. Mm-hmm. Not not candy bar. Yeah. It's too dense. Oh, it's too dense. It's a little almost medicinal. I would rather have the peanut. I'd rather have the Unreal Reese's Cup really? than the Unreal. I'm a, se- I'm a second bite. I got a little bit more into it. It tastes a little bit more like Snickers. Like the nougat came through on the peanuts. But part of the reason it reads like a protein bar is there's a lot of chewing. There's a lot of chewing. I'm doing a lot of chewing. Yeah. For such a small bar. Mm-hmm. 40% less sugar than leading. Oh, I guess they must mean like, oh, it's unreal. It tastes so good. But I think it's unreal because it's the fake Snickers. Trash. I don't need to finish it. <laughs> so it's less calories in a Snickers bar and still not worth the calories. Yum. Yeah has 100% and I praise her for it she has 100% learned to abandon the Protestant food ethic and me I'm finishing every last piece of this shit because I just can't yeah well here's the thing I can see a regular good old Kit Kat bar right there that we could just have when we're done with this unreal stuff okay because now we have to have unreal coconut okay so I actually have had this one and this is just a matter of like I don't really like coconut that much. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Almond joys have nuts. Mounds don't. I will say they're in the same kind of packaging as chocolate first. Like yeah. this nice, like plastic, like not pla I don't know what it is, but it works. Yeah. So these are dark chocolate coconut bars. Simple ingredients. Get unreal dot com uh-oh are you about to abandon your protestant i am food ethic i just don't like this well 
Especially since it's the last time I ate one at someone's house, I made myself chalk it down. This is the best of the three. Yeah. And my problem is I just don't like coconut like that. Right. But look at it. Look at it. It's well, the like right, it the, right. It's the right ratio of internal to external. And I think it comes the closest. Filling I don't know to dip. Why yeah. We eat a Mounds Bar, but it right. comes the closest as to what that looks like yeah. inside. I mean, I gotta be honest with you. Like, I'm like crazy addicted to sugar. Yeah. Right. And so. There's times where I'm like, how am I going to navigate this, right? Like, if I really try to give up sugar, will I only be able, like, will I be good? Will I be able to be good and just only eat it for the podcast? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. Was there a cookie disaster? Oh, no. What do you want me to... I give up. Okay. Um. <laughs> Tyrone down. Tyrone down. There was an open box of candy on the foot of my recliner. Then I unreclined and it went everywhere into my very shag carpeting. Um, whoops. Um, do it on purpose. Okay. So but, if you tried to give up sugar, could you only do it for the podcast? Right. But that aside, part of the thing is if I was trying to like lay low on sugar, right? Because these have less sugar. I this wouldn't like this doesn't scratch the itch. I'm just gonna eat a Snickers bar, right? Like, like this is to me, this is like non-alcoholic beer. Yeah, like, I personally don't drink non-alcoholic beer because it would taste like beer, right? So like if I was really trying to avoid sugar, like I th- I wouldn't eat these either. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like like this would be too close to the real thing. Yeah, if that's where I was going. Cowboy, come here. Come here, baby. Where is he? Where's Cowboy? Yeah. I, on the newer seasons of Great British Baking Show, where they switch from Mary Berry to Prue, Prue will often say, and I hate it when she says this, oh, it's worth the calories. Oh, that was worth the calories. This is a judge? This is a judge. And I hate that kind of talk about like, you know, we're worth eating. We are worth food. Food is fuel. Food is like enjoyment candy is joy um so i'm not here to punish myself with or without candy and but i agree like if i had a real sweet tooth for a day like if my sweet tooth was really dialed up those wouldn't do it and i would either eat the whole bag trying to make it scratch that itch or i would eat it and then go the corner store and get more candy because i would be unsatisfied right um i mean i get it right this is like dieting this is keto this is right like yeah i still want chocolate but i want to like eat it better right and this is what doug was talking about in our interview with him which is like people who are making these types of choices across their diet or across like the foods they eat want candy that reflects their choices Yes, but, and I just had this revelation because I just remembered it. The thing is, his is milk chocolate. His is milk chocolate. So you still get like, oh, okay, this is milk. This is a Dove bar. This is whatever, right? Like, in fact, it's only really truly like the hemp or the chia 
that yeah. makes it any that you would have any way to know that it wasn't like a dove bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And those chia, and the those chias. ones with the chia seeds were so good. It's it's a crack it's a crackle, it's a crunch. Yeah. It's 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 mm. yeah, it's the jam. Yeah. So good. So good. So yeah, I think it's the milk chocolate that I'm looking for, I can eat dark chocolate now like I never could before. Like yeah. I, I've, I've, my palate hasn't matured in that way. But like I'm looking for two different things when I eat milk chocolate versus when I eat sure. dark chocolate. Because I eat them both and I like them both. But like, yeah, I'm just looking for different things. Yeah. Yeah, when I have dark chocolate, it's generally not, wasn't my choice, I think. Yeah. You know, given the literal buffet always in front of us, and I have no problem. We've got dark chocolate bars that have been sitting there for like six months, and I have no problem not eating them. Right. So, actually, have like no problem not eating much of the chocolate and much of I don't know. I through exposure therapy. Yeah, there is in Lexapro. At, <laughs> at some point, I want to like see the world of hurt that is that 92 percent fucking trader joe's bar. yeah yeah we're gonna get there like i i just i wanna i expect to be fully disgusted but yeah. you never know and sometimes you gotta you gotta do it you gotta go there yeah did i bring those Candy cane JoJo's over? No. Okay. But they're here and we can have them. I just saw them back there and I, I realized I never got in a box. And so I was like, did I bring those over here? I know there's JoJo's ice cream that's floating around back that there. That is also if, yours, yeah. If you have not eaten it. I haven't. I mean, like you could have eaten. What I'm saying is if it got eaten, I wouldn't at all be remotely upset or mad. No, I've lost my... with. I don't know if it's with honestly with chemotherapy or the Lexapro. Ice cream? I lost my ice cream tooth. No kidding. I no longer want to eat a whole pint of ice cream. Interesting. Like a couple spoonfuls like really does it now. Huh. Or if I go and I get a shake, I now get like a small one. Uh, like a Culver's or something. Right. Or, or Sonic. If I get a shake to go along with my limeade, I'll get like a mini, a mini one or a kid's one. Huh. Something about the chemistry either through better living through chemistry or worse living through chemistry. I don't know which one it is. I just kind of have lost my bottomless uh, mimosa of a sweet tooth. Huh? Yeah. That's interesting. Specifically for ice cream. Right. Which is wrecking havoc on my freezer because I still buy ice cream. Like I eat, like I used to eat ice cream. Really? So I've had to like a really, I forget. Did you ever go on any of the, let's say, June 2020 pandemic shopping trips with me when I was like, I am not allowed to buy more pasta? No. That might have been Jasmine when I was like, I have bought pasta every time I've gone shopping in this pandemic and I cannot buy more until I actually eat what is in the house. And I kind of got that way with ice cream where like I kept buying ice cream as if I was still like hunkering down with a pint of ice cream on a regular basis maybe i'm in perimenopause what what, I, what where does that fit in 
Well, because after my hysterectomy, this is why people come to Candy Chat, come for the candy, stay for the chat. Absolutely. 100%. I kept my ovaries, right? So I still had like, I still have periods, emotional periods. Correct. But hormonal periods. Hormonal periods. Um, but maybe I'm entering perimenopause and maybe that's also why my ice cream tooth has changed. Maybe it's not the like because the pms isn't like as real right dude can i just say and it's been said before so i'm not the only one saying it but like for as little as i learned from my parents about sex ed right like that's kind of how i got it from the fifth grade fucking film strip and then me reading like we had medical books and shit like i read stuff um no one i what do i know about perimenopause nothing but right. I know, like no one ever fucking like there's no class on it. There's no mention of it. It's basically like you kind of hear the whispers in the shadows about hot flashes and weirdness and like my life's all cr- like, do you know what I mean? Like, but like no one, there's never any like, like, why doesn't like, she's not old enough, but like, why does like Kelly Clarkson or like Judith Light or like someone have a fucking, why don't they talk about that around the red table? Right. They're, they're definitely, yeah. uh, Jada's mom would be old enough and she might be getting up there. Yeah. You know, like, like, why is there never any, like, why do I know nothing about it? And I'm really pretty well versed in like human, your body, yeah, human body, sexual, all of that stuff. Like how, why is no one talking about this? Because talking about menopause is taboo, but we are the generation raised on, are you there? God, it's me, Margaret. So I think we're the generation that's going to talk about menopause and perimenopause. Okay. Like, we're talking about it on a podcast. Right. But we're saying we don't know what it what? is. We're saying it's like, we know it comes before menopause, we, we, but it's weirdly not called pre-menopause. If we knew what it was, we would be talking about it. We're just talking about the fact <laughs> that we don't really know what it is. We should have someone on to talk about perimenopause. Yeah. And we'll talk about period candy. Yeah. That would be great. All right. That's, we're going to find yeah. somebody. So somebody knows a good ob or a good like educator maybe there's someone i like early to bed i don't know yeah we'll have to i'll i'll yeah let's research it i mean i, I have a whole a comic anthology that i'm in that's all about menopause so that's part of why i know about perimenopause right so like i well the other thing is that's confusing to me is i'll be 48 in a month or so and like i have an iud i haven't had a period in five six years right so how would i even know Right. Like, how would I even know if I have any sort of like perimenopause or any of that shit? I don't know. Great question. Yeah, I don't I don't know. The other thing I think is interesting is, you know, when I was talking to my oncologist about it and she was like, well, do you know how close you are to menopause? And I'm like, we're like, maybe my sister will be the first woman in a few generations to like naturally reach menopause. What do you mean? I don't want to like, like tell tales out of school, but was just that, like was that how that? common hysterectomies were and complete hysterectomies. Like, yeah. Oh, like, okay. Who our grandma had one. My mom had one. Like, really? Where I don't know, like where in our family tree we have to go to a woman, a, not in my generation, who, didn't who actually any- went through menopause, natural menopause. See, but even that I don't understand, right? Because like, if you still have your ovaries. There'd be no reason not to go through menopause, correct? You don't need a uterus to go through menopause. Right. Like, I, I've never... My mom had a hysterectomy because she had, like, 
essentially what I know now probably was like PCOS. Like they literally right. like removed like a grapefruit sized yeah. fucking tumor from yeah. her, you know, cyst or whatever. But like, I don't know if she kept her ovaries. Like I don't. Probably not. No. Like making a point to keep the ovaries is like more modern. Okay. So, so that's. So the, I kept so my you, ovaries. So then are you instantly in menopause if your ovaries are gone? Yeah. Yeah. So then do you get the half flashes? Do you get all that shit? I've no, I kept, asked... I kept my ovary. I kept, I kept my ovary. No, ovaries. but I mean like do you, capital Y-O-U, does one. Yes. If, if all of that shit's gone. Yes. Is it like, oh, instant menopause? Yeah. Like hitting a fucking brick wall. Because that's when. Because your estrogen has been ripped out of you. Right. That's what I'm saying. The estrogen, the, the slowly eking mm-hmm. estrogen is what now brings these other, uh, yeah. you know components out that equal your estrogen menopause brings all the flashes to the yard and your <laughs> life and <is better laughs> their life it's better you, you can keep me but you have to charge my estrogen brings hot flashes to the yard it's the opposite though i don't know the song well enough otherwise i'd be right on this yeah on these lyrics but right like you and i'm sure we'll get some maybe we'll get some fact checks on this but like One of the reasons I am, so before my hysterectomy, I was on chemical menopause for nine months. They gave me the shot Lupron, which women often get during IVF cycles. Oh, right. Because it stops your, shuts you down. Natural shit so they can put something else in there. Yeah. Okay. So I had nine months of menopause and it was miserable. And my, I had to sleep with a fan pointed at my feet to keep my feet cool enough to be able to sleep. Wow. My hot flashes were like 100% in my shoes. Weird. And it was miserable. Like at work, I would take my shoes off to try and like, because my feet were so hot all the time. Wow. Um, And then once my uterus was out, but before my ovaries kind of turned back on. Right. I was freezing cold. <gasps> oh no. I was frigid. I was like wrapped in blankets, <sighs> wrapped in sweaters. And you know that I am like always, I'm like in a tank top and 30 below. Like I am, I run hot. Right. And I was like an ice machine and so physically uncomfortable without estrogen in my body, without estrogen and my uterus. Right. Because my uterus at that point was like 1,250 grams of fibroids. And it was, I imagine it was like a little potbelly stove. (laughs) Just a lot of blood and stuff keeping me warm. So oh, I see what you're saying. Like, I think my uterus literally kept me right. physically warm because it was such a large mass. Right, right, right. right and then right. once it was out and I didn't have estrogen, yeah. I was just freezing cold all the time. Yeah. So I am dreading and trying, uh, practicing the conversations with my oncologist to say I'm not doing chemical menopause yet. Well, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, if you need me on speakerphone to hype you. <laughs> did you ever, did you see that TikTok where the guy is, what is song is he playing? Oh, Fast Car. And in the background walking around is his friend. And he's like being literally like a hype man. <laughs> so he's like trying to play. And, he, and you hear the guy go, yo. And then all of a sudden he goes, skirt, skirt. <laughs> and then he goes, Brah! And it's like, finally the kid just starts laugh, starts like the kid trying to play fast card just is like, oh my God. Like that's, he starts laughing. He's like, I messed up the lyrics anyway. Brah! Like this is a Tracy Chapman's, I got a fast yes. card. You got Like that's what you hear that in the background. Blah, blah, blah. Brah! Like he, it's, it's, I'll oh have my to gosh. find it because it's really funny. 
but yeah, so I can be that. I can be on speakerphone. I can be okay. fucking skirt, skirt. What are your period candies? Here's the thing. No lie. Most of my life, mm-hmm. it's not that I didn't believe that people had PMS. Uh-huh. But I had no manifestations of it or didn't really have any, like, it wasn't until probably, like, my mid to late 30s where I would get the, like, oh, my boobs hurt. Uh Uh-huh. Right? That had never happened to me before. So, like, if I had cravings or whatever, like, I don't, I did not tie that any, in any way to, like, my period or anything like that. Um. But I mean, like period candy. I mean, I don't know that there's anything like specific. Just give me chips and salsa, and then like some other form of chocolate, so I can like be me, stone out of my face back in the day, and like salt, sweet, salt, sweet, salt, sweet. Like that's basically like how that goes. I would often be like at a grocery store checking out, and then I would look at the band, like at the what was you know, like I'm at like a Walmart or wherever, and I would look and I'd be like, Cosmo magazine. Ice cream, oh. Doritos, Snickers bar. And I would look at it and I'm like, oh, oh. my period's about to start. Wow. Because I would never subscribe to Cosmo. Right, right. Um, But I would buy it. And I would just, I, there were many times when I would look and I was like, oh, that's what's about to happen. Because I want all of these I things. I want all of these things. I went Doritos, Chunky Monkey, um, Cosmo Magazine. Um, and like a Snickers bar. Is that is Cosmo still a thing? Yeah, oddly, I did get subscribed to it like a year ago, <laughs> and it is now. Um, like, what is it even? It's still like a women's fashion magazine, but they are. It is for women in their twenties. Oh, which it, I, they didn't grow with us. They did not grow with us. Okay. We are supposed to do a relay off to mode or more or whatever okay red red book or something <laughs> red book no we are not supposed to be at red book le- yet let's get that fucking straight right the fuck now no we are not to red book no that is a no i will become a card carrying member of the aarp before i read red book that's amazing 100 percent. amazing but yeah, so they they moved on without us and they're they're doing the thing I remember the most about Cosmo and I didn't really read it that much yeah. either. It was like it was the sex magazine. It would, you know, it was people yeah. talking about blowjobs and people talking about like orgasms and and tricks, tips and tricks for your man and like right. and then the quizzes. Yeah. It's kind of the same, but I would say they got some of Was it Teen Vogue that got so political? Yeah. I would say it's got a teen Vogue like it has like a political slant interesting and I would say that it's definitely it is much much more multicultural oh great like the um cover models Good. more often than night are more often than not are women of color so like I noticed that I noticed that it had like really diversified the bylines or at least like the pictures um but it was like so for the 20 something that I was like I'm almost embarrassed to be even flipping through it in my own home alone right like so the content did not it didn't grow with us like sex in the city did right fucking i lived when i lived with preston over in edgewater he had a wall 
and I have some of them now because he got rid. He was getting rid of them. This wall of like these metal, really nice old school metal milk crates. Yeah, and they were all tied together, and they had all these magazines in them. Mm. And like, and he like at, at that point still subscribed to like. I remember like on the regular reading Entertainment Weekly and being yeah. like, I would never buy this, but right. man, I'm gonna take a look at Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, because it was like 2003, so it was like again, like the internet was around and we used it and stuff like that. But like, I still it wasn't like, in your pocket. I still had a fucking big ass monitor on my PC. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like it, it was you know. And so I, that's the only thing about magazines that I find a little like weird is that like I read so fast. Yeah. That like, unless it's like an airplane or like, I just feel like I'm being wasteful, but I've yeah. tried to do the magazines on like Libby, like I'm, I'm from the library. Yeah. And then I'm like, it's not a magazine. I can't flip through it. Right. I want to be able to like touch it and turn the pages. Mm-hmm. So it's a, I'm in a little bit of a magazine dilemma. Yeah. I mean, just do like any survey monkey. There's just, the world wants to give you four magazines for a dollar for a year oh yeah yeah still that's still yeah but you but then what i have learned is to put the unsubscribe on my calendar yeah the day that i do it yeah um, you got to yeah that's... the only thing i couldn't figure out how to unsubscribe from was poets and writers and that's okay oh nice yeah so i had a year where i was getting like cosmo maybe oh maybe oprah's magazine okay okay i don't know i don't know where my the other uh, thing is I already have a massive problem. Like there was a point I was surpri- subscribed to the Atlantic. There was a hot minute when I was, su- was subscribed to the New Yorker. Yeah. And then I have a physical manifestation of all the shit I haven't read. Yeah. Right. It's like I already have a, a lot of shit in my house. So like I very quickly shit. I have tons of magazines that aren't even mine that I took from someone for like collaging and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And now some of them I'm actually not sure I want to like cut up because I, re- I realized I looked at the cover really looked at the cover of like these martha stewart livings that i have I'm like shit this is from 1999 wow it's like an old ass fucking magazine i was like oh i don't know if i should fucking cut collage these up. it right because you know someone's from gonna before come she went to jail someone's gonna come to me for a repository of martha stewart living like that's the thing about like my brain that i don't quite understand like what value am i but a part of me is like it's old i don't know i can't get rid of it it's old yeah you know what i mean yeah. like I don't know. I only have a few of them, but like I still have like Rolling Stone magazines from like a newer one. I think Colbert was on. And then like, I think I might even have stuff from like when Kurt Cobain was on it. Like, wow. Yeah. Like just old for a while. I even had a spin magazine. Do you remember? Spin? I remember spin. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I just have the I have this way of like collecting things. Although I got to say, I don't know if I, I finally, I think I finally, everything coalesced for me. I've been collecting all of these things for art projects, for art projects, for art projects, right? And I think, so I have a vision in my head, like I'm, I'm going to do an installation, yes. right? Of very, of my art projects, whatever uh-huh. the fuck that means. But one of the, the, one of the main things I think of this installation is I don't have to make things with these things. The installation is going to be this these are collections yeah right like i have like the weird little fucking (laughs) i'm like no one's gonna come see this art but like i have all the like different tabs from like bubblies Uh because they all have like little highs on them they're all different i'm like that gets put on that gets framed that's a collection Mm -hmm. that's that's a piece of this like so i've kind of been like okay like you do them like moths whatever just that like it's going to be the collection itself is going to be the art yeah 
Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm going like full blown like MCA weird. Like like do it. Yeah. Like it's I feel like other people do weird shit. So like I'm gonna do weird shit. Yeah. Allowed. Permission. But um, claim it. Claim that energy in 2022. Fucking magazines, Cosmo period candy. Um, I had a I had a therapist who I think was I had to always like stop and get it right. I was like, where I got to get back to where? Why am I talking about this? I got to get back to where it was right. And I think she was like always super impressed that I in fact would it eventually sometimes I would it'd be harder than others, but that I could eventually walk it back and be yeah. like period candy. That's yes. why we're talking about all of this, right? You know what I mean? Because we're yeah. I, sometimes I like the tangent to be bright. A bright, like a bright line from the title of the podcast to the conversation. I'm, I don't understand. That's why when we got on a tangent about menopause, I said, what about period candy? Uh, 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 As a way to bring it back. Got it. Yeah. To the come for the candy. Yeah. You are Stay a for the chat. much better person. You're, ni- you're nicer. I'm like, you know what? We're going to talk about candy, but like, you need, we're talking about other shit. Like, <laughs> like it's, it's like, you know what I mean? It's like ladies and tangents, except for like we, there's an overarching, overarching, I'm never sure which one is right, probably both, theme of candy. Right. But like, you're sadly mistaken if you think that like, we're, it's just going to be candy. Right. Right. But it's, there's some candy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, so point being, I don't know if I have period candy because I don't think I'm ever, and then now with the IUD, like I don't ever really, like my boobs huh. still will get tender. So I yeah. obviously, again, like, right, some sort of like yeah. hormonal thing is happening. Right. But like, I don't, I don't have very clear, like I, my whole life knew people like massive migraines, massive cramps, mass, right? Like just raining down on them with very obvious symptoms of yeah. PMS and a period. And that was never yeah. my experience. I mean, probably also probably because like from 18 to not 28 exactly, but a good portion of my life, I was on the pill too. So right. that was also very like regulated, reg- regulated. Yeah. yeah. So period candy would just be candy, I guess. All right. I love, I love it. I love yeah. Candy. I find myself, you know, the salt sweet thing. Yeah. When we do this, I find myself like right now, like I want to have something fruity i want to have a fruit like that's the salt sweet like we had a bunch of chocolate and now i'm like oh i want to like whatever a nerds a sweet tart like yeah i've got some raspberry sorbet i think there's still nerds in there we definitely have i don't know if we've got fruity that we haven't tried yet but i see a nerd what about did i leave those rips here Oh, guys, did we t- I know we talked about these, but like these fucking nerds, gummy clusters are a revelation. I love them so much. Fucking revelation. Like the best of both worlds. It literally says on the package, tangy and crunchy. Yeah. Yes, that is true. They're great. That's, yeah. That is. They're the can- one of the candies that got left here that I will eat the most often. Yeah. No, I mean, it's. I it's, think the rips are in that yeah, bag. I think so too. Yeah. So rips. I, hi, I'm Ripley, the inventor, and there's like this like nerdo dude, but he has red skin. Like he looks like I don't know. He oh, he's Rip. He is one of these. Oh, okay. Right, that's the thing. Should we try him? Yeah. So I'm hi Ripley. It's, the two options in this are strawberry and green apple, bite-sized licorice licorice pieces, and it's the foreign candy company Hull, Iowa. Don't really know what that means, but well, that's the candy company. 
president. <laughs> With the president's signature. The president of... Of this candy company. Peter W. DeJager. I know, but why is that on there? Why is it spaced so strange? Because I'm sure that's how he writes From it. From the foreign candy company. Like his... It's like... Rips. Literally his hand. Like, it's like... that. That is how he signs... I signed. am Ripley, the inventor. That's how he this signs is innovation his and licorice. Fucking documents. That's why. But I don't know why it's on there. Eat some, share some. <laughs> Bite sized licorice pieces. <laughs> and strawberry and green apple. <laughs> People. Rips. Leah is available for voiceover work. If you need some <laughs> characters, she'll be there for you. These are bite size. What I find. You're trying these, right? Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. Because I need my. They're little, they're little and wee. I need my salty sweet thing, which just sweet, sweet, sweet chocolate and fruity are the options. Strawberry. I wish you could see this guy because she's basically doing the, abs- the absolute correct voice for this dude. Was it very nice and sour? Okay. Oh, I'm here for this in a major way. They're thin. Got sugar on them. Yep. But they have like nice ripples. Rips. I feel like I'm just imitating. I was just going to say. Conan O'Brien. Oh. I listen to a lot of Conan O'Brien and he does a lot of voices. So I feel like I'm just doing a Conan O'Brien ripoff voice. That's not what I thought. I thought you were going to say you're basically doing the one or two of the crunch. I think I like the strawberry better. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Just got that sour. It's a later, later kick with the apple. I think I might like the apple better. But these are good. Yeah. Oh, but point being, I, I find it so incredible that I'm, that I, and I think you are too, that we're still walking around the world finding new candy. Yeah. Rips. What the fuck is rips? I never, I never heard of that. And the yet I'm in Dollar Tree and I'm like, oh, rips. Guess this is happening. So, yeah, I just, I find it, I find it, I just find it interesting that there's still like. Yeah. We're like, what, six months into this podcast, maybe? If that. Something like that, right? Yeah. It's pretty early to have eaten all the candy. Yeah, but I'm not, it's not that we've not eaten all the candy. It's that like, this is like. It's this not, is new. Yeah. yeah it's like. Well. We haven't eaten fully 100% like straight up eating a Butterfinger on here, but like I'm finding rips places. Like what's going on? This is licorice innovation. Innovation in licorice. <laughs> is that what it says? Yes. <laughs> Ripley, the inventor, created an innovation in licorice. Oh, interesting. I'm actually super curious about the rips mango chill. I bet that is awesome. What are the other? What do they list any other? Rips Rainbow. Oh, interesting. Rips brand licorice is no ordinary licorice. <laughs> it is sweet and sour sugar sanded licorice with intense fruity flavor. Does it say sugar sanded? Sugar sanded. Oh, I love it. With a hyphen. I love it. I love that. Yeah. The Foreign Candy Company in Hull, Iowa. On one foreign candy drive. Are you serious? 
one more candy drive. Yes. All right. They got some pull in Iowa if they're getting a fucking street name for him. Oh, it's a product of Thailand. See, remember the other day when I was eating the, that rainbow shit? Yeah. And it was like, I think that might have been the foreign candy company too. And we were like, what does right. that mean? And that was made in Turkey? Yeah. So they must be, they're like an importer apparently. Yeah. Right? Like, and then they just Taste put, rips. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, you know what I mean? So they just must bring this candy over and then like, you know, right. Englishify it and like make some crazy little uh mascot. I'm like, what am I what am I trying uh-huh. to say here? Mascot. Yeah, I love myself a good I love myself a good sour candy. Not gonna a, a, mm-hmm. of all shapes and sizes. Like sour patch kids. Sour patch kids are one of the most uh tangible ways that I can get people to understand alcoholism. Okay. Because I'm like, I love them. They're great. And this is generally, I'm thinking about a movie in particular. I love them. They're great. And then I get to this point where I'm like, you've sanded all of your fucking taste buds off. Like you're, my mouth is destroyed. Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to stop eating them. And it is never long before I'm like, oh, just one more. Mm-hmm. And, it, and then it's it's already on my destroyed fucking tongue. So it hurts. It's like not, you know, it's there is some pain now with the pleasure. Right. But I just push through. I just fucking do. Yeah. I can't help myself. Like, I literally can't stop myself, even though I know this is not good anymore. You have wrecked yourself. There is no checking myself. I've, it, I've already wrecked myself. It's like, and I know you don't eat it, Cap'n Crunch. Oh, yeah, no. Cam Crunch destroys the roof of your mouth, but it's the, you just got to keep going. <laughs> Even with, do you, do you eat it with, do you eat it with milk or no? I got to think that cuts down on the crunch. Yeah, um, but it doesn't, but you don't want it to get soggy. Right. So there's like. You got to make it happen. The problem is what gets your mouth first, unless you're really like rotating your cereal and your milk right you're gonna get the crunchy crunchy tear the roof of your mouth first got it they got a lot of rips really they got, we got a lot of rips <laughs> let me tell you about our rips we i'm ripley you already know about our strawberry green apple we got rainbow and sharing species sizes what cherry gross <laughs> Mango chili. I know that Leah said mango chill, but it's a little sour. It's mango chili. It's sweet, sour, a bit spicy with a hint of heat. Interesting. Um, watermelon. No. Ripping red. <laughs> I love red candy. So what? It's like water. The flavor is red. Oh, the flavor is red. Rips ripping red. I am one hundred percent here for that. It's a combination of four reds. Okay, but so it is then. It is cherry, wild berry, red apple, and raspberry. The flavor or each there's one of each one of those in there. One of each. Okay, yeah, I'm here for that. One hundred percent. Grape. Sour pencils. What? Rips sour pencils. Pencils. Bite sized licorice pizzas. (laughs) Pencils. (laughs) Sour belts. What? What? 
and blue raspberry. Um, well, I'm blue. I love blue. Ripsticks and strawberry. Sticks? Watermelon. What does this mean? What That's are they like licorice as a stick? Oh, but the sticks versus these With like the flat rips things. Yeah, got it. Ooh, and then there's <laughs> Rips Giant Belt. <laughs> Why? I don't want to call it a belt. I don't like it. It's a giant belt. I don't, giant or small. I don't want a belt. Like, what? They got rips, rip rolls, the aftershocks. I remember aftershocks. I feel like maybe. Is it candy? Candy. I mean, there I'm was on foreigncandy.com. There was a booze called aftershock, it was cinnamon. This is aftershocks popping candy. Oh, so basically pop rocks. Yeah that's what it feels like in okay. your mouth um is what i think it feels like popping candy yeah okay so the foreign candy company has a swath of fucking well they have rips rip rolls aftershocks pip squeaks what the hell is that these are rip off kinder eggs oh weird with a surprise really and Eiffel bonbons. What? Did we? Did we? <laughs> it's just, it's just, a, I don't know. Oh, see, that's not what I thought they were going to be at all. It's like a gummy wearing a beret. Yeah, but it looks like, like basically like a, like a peach. Oh, or something. You know what I mean? They're like chewy candies. Yeah. You know what I mean? They look like gummies. Bonbons. Eiffel bonbons. First of all, I always think of chocolate when I think of bonbons. Yeah. Not fucking French apple and kids novelty rocket sour sour gummy french fries what candy kaboom sidewalk chalk bubble gum what is my truckload of sour what is this company whistle candy power powder legs what are you you making shit up right now are you just like saying random (laughs) ass words yards (laughs) the big fat hissy fit are you serious? Hissy Fit Snake Spray. What? World's largest lollipop. Hissy Fit? Watermelon Farms. Watermelon Farms. <laughs> Sounds like a game you play on Sque- Facebook. Squeeze Play. <laughs> Squeeze Candy. Cosmic Moonshot. Fun Works. Laugh Out Lol. Laugh Out Lolly. Space Blasters. These are all current offerings by the... I am not good enough at improv to rip... To like, look at this. But that's what I'm saying. These are all cr- dizzy licks. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me right now? Dizzy licks. <laughs> um, Tongue these twisters. All, these are all current Dizzy offerings. licks. Daredevils. Surprise bag. Like, where are these being sold? Kajillions. The tiny, tasty, chewy candy. Baba candy. Okay. Beach bucket. Fucking. Fruity chews. You probably didn't like that I said fucking because you're in Iowa, but fucking foreign candy company. We need samps. We need to like. Yeah. We need to figure out what this shit is because like that is an incredible amount. I want all of it of a variety, like of of product, of lines, like like. I mean, there were so many that you listed. There are so many. It's like who's selling these? Where can you get them? Like what? I've never heard of it until I bought these rips. So then, like, where are all these rips? Co- <laughs> where are all of these other things being? sold i mean is this like a pearson's thing where like you only can get the shit in iowa i mean i don't think so i think it's a like i don't know i mean have you i've never heard of any of those before 
Like any no, of them. But I'm also not a kid looking for candy. I am all the time now. I'm always looking for candy. It's like a side project. Oh, l- let me get this candy for candy chat. I am. all the- That's how I found Rips. We got to find out more about them. Yeah. We've got a Facebook page. Oh, they do? Okay. Yep. The Foreign Candy Company Warehouse. They have an outlet store. Oh. How far away is whole Iowa? Driving. At least least three and a half hours, I would say. Right? It takes like three and a half hours to get to get to Iowa, like Galena. You know what I mean? Like over Mm -hmm. there. Are you doing, are you doing maps? Are you, are you, are you? It's saying it's eight hours. Oh. Oof. It's practically in Nebraska. So I was going to say, so it must be all the way on the other side. All the way on the other other side. side of Iowa. Okay. Shit. I don't know if I have 16 hours of driving in me. Well, I mean, that would definitely be a stay overnight trip. Yeah. There's no way I'm fucking going out there for... Monday through Saturday, 8 to 5 p.m. Because what's the... Were you a part of this or was it just another friend of mine? Like, whatever the road trip is, they have to... Like they have to stop at the Iowa 80 truck stop. No, no. Like if they if they drive for four hours to get somewhere, they have to at least stay there for eight hours for it to be worth it. Like twice the amount of the drive. Okay. Right. So it's like we drive out there and stay like a day and then come back. Right. You know what I mean? Like someone's got that rule. I don't even know who that is, but it it makes sense, right? Like, I, it's going to be hard for me to drive two hours, stay somewhere two hours, and then come fucking back. Right. I need to at least be there for four hours. What's happening? I have questions about that. Like, what? You're sending the law firm fucking Dizzy Licks and fucking... No, they've got a picture where they also have, like, Lent chocolates. And oh, oh, I okay. think they, at their warehouse... Okay. They have, they sell things that they don't exclusively. Right. Right. There's the stuff that they exclusively. Um, import. Import. And then other shit that they import. Yeah. Because seriously, like I'm picturing this gift basket. Like, what are you, like, what are you talking about? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> Thanks for being our lawyers. Here's some rips. Right. Oh my gosh. Ripley here. (laughs) I have another fun fact for you. Oh, no. Do you know that it's impossible to hum while holding your nose? Is that true? You're trying it, aren't you? I'm going to be trying it in about two (laughs) seconds. I mean, it's not really humming, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yep. Nope. Can't do it. That's weird. It must be. It must resonate through like. This whole scenario. Yeah. Like air is coming out your nose. Mm, it doesn't feel like it though. Mm, oh, I guess it does. Mm, yeah, it is. 140 it is. people like the Rips Licorice page. Who are these people? What did your girlfriend get you for Christmas? Mary Ripmas. No. No. Mary Ripmas. Who? I mean, I guess you got to do what you got to do if that's your rocking mm-hmm. that social media. But like, what? Rips family announcement. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's no. Ultrasound. Oh, my. We got to get somebody from Rips. God. There is like a. <laughs> 
is it like gender reveal basically yeah. but it's but with a picture of like a legit ultrasound like it like yeah but i think it's they kind of there's I, a new rip coming there's a new rip coming yeah yeah we need to we need to get on yeah. this we need to get, need to have someone from from rips here and Ugh, tell so us good. all about their fucking deal while you then to their face speak in that fucking voice <laughs> i'm gonna drive all the way to whole iowa for the full just to be like hello my name is rips <laughs> i'm here to talk to you about your extended car warranty <laughs> i just got another one of those i'm like didn't like at least move on to a different scam like like do, do you guys all not know that we all know like like at least you know Pick something else that you can try and scam me on. We yeah. all know about extended warranty scams now. Like, like we all know this is like a bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I love yeah. that when they when they call people who like legit don't even have cars. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. Got to get your shit together. You know. All right, scammy McSam, sc- scammy McSam. Oh shit! I at least want to say this, scammy McScamerson. <laughs> I said it. Okay, I said it. Oh. It's a loud airplane. Is that what that is? Yeah. It literally sounds like a snowplow is scraping down the down the street. But it's not snowing tonight, is it? I don't think so. No. That's why I was confused by that noise. Yeah. No, I think it was an airplane. We're under the flight path. F- flight path. Fight path. Nope. Flight path. Yes. Scammy McScammerson. Oh. <laughs> Oh shit on a shingle. That's so great. <laughs> Jocelyn. Jocelyn. Yeah, it's me. I'm Jocelyn. I'm Smussy Ole. S M U S S Y Ola A Y. Insta TikTok. There's probably a Tumblr out there that's the Smussy Ole. Who knows? Yeah. But that's that's where I hang. You can find me. I'm at Chicago Leah on Twitter and TikTok at Shy Leah on Instagram. We are Candy Chat Shy on Instagram and Twitter. I actually have I've gotten the greatest information and knowledge that I just didn't know how to piece together until I started doing social media for this place I work. Because the, the thing always for me was like, how do I schedule Instagram? How do I schedule Instagram? Like there was never any like platform that really integrated. It would like remind you to like, ske- mm-hmm. like hit a post. And it was like, that's not what I need. I needed this to be happening automatically. Well, maybe the only good thing that came up from Facebook, like taking up Instagram, was now through their business suite, like if you have a page, you can literally schedule Facebook and Instagram posts and they automatically will show up. You don't have to like. So you want to make the candy chat Instagram a business page so that you can schedule. Yeah, no, I, I haven't. I've made a Facebook page. And uh, I've switched that to business. So, yes. So, I can literally. It's uh, slowly but surely. I'm fucking up the social media. But slowly but surely. I'm getting my shit on track. It's 2022. Um, yeah. So, that'll that'll make things like infinitely easier. Because awesome. it's like how I, you know, I can batch. Yeah. And then yeah, be like, yeah, yeah. cool. I don't have to worry about this for a hot minute. Yeah. So, anyway. Slowly but surely, kids. Slowly but surely. But once we take over the internet, it's going to be hard. And it's going to be hard not to see us. So. <laughs> get ready in fact take care of your sweet tooth and we'll see you in the candy aisles thank you for listening to candy chat with jocelyn gay boy and leah jones 
Don't forget to rate and review on your favorite podcast app. Stay sweet.